Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. When you visit, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can become a sustaining member. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and Wire gear, and activity days with prizes. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Get out and get active with ICOM's new IC705 and its optional multifunction backpack. And BioNO Power, offering the best performance lithium iron phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Visit BioNOPower.com. That's B I O E N N O P O W E R.com. Or contact dealers nationwide. And now from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 watts and a wire. Brothers and sisters, it's Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel, and I am out on a walk and talk. And I am fortunate to have a yard to go out into. When I was growing up, we did not. Well, sometimes we did, and sometimes we didn't. Grew up in a row home, generally in a row home. And if you were in a row home growing up in Baltimore, you were uh, you were doing doing okay, and I feel for the people who were and are living in a row home now, or an apartment building, or a condominium, or a high rise, who cannot get out and hear what I'm hearing today. I haven't had to leave the land in probably two weeks. I'm not a hardcore prepper, but uh, the pantry was uh, something that I was focusing on. And uh, back in January, if you go back and listen to programs, 100 Watson Wire shows from January, we were talking about this um, with our net control operators, Steve, W7UDI in Washington State, whose state uh, was the epicenter at the start of this. And you would think, wow, Washington State. Yeah, Washington State. And uh, Ian, W1JIW, we were talking about COVID-19 back then in January and watching the Johns Hopkins website with data that was coming in, which I, I check on it a couple of times, whoop, almost lost, a couple of times a week just to see where we are. And I try to highlight the, the good and you say, see, child, what is good about this, man? I'm stuck in my house. I can't go out. I can't see the people. I got to get my food delivered. I'm trying to do takeout. The economy sucks. We're in a tank. This is a mess. Well, we may be looking at the greatest depression. And uh, right now, as the old Dr. Fauci says... And I know there's two sides to this guy, too. People were thinking, oh, maybe he's he's uh, working for the devil, you know, or he's working for whoever and whatever. Right now, he's the leading doctor, and he has advised presidents for decades. So I'm not trying to politicize Dr. Fauci. I don't know the man, but if you're going to be- trust and believe in something, this fella's telling us, 
You know, things will not get back to a pre-COVID-19 space um, until or if we find a cure or a vaccine, if at all. You know, I imagine we will have a time. I'm out here at the 160 antenna here. Going to pull those legs up a little bit. We had a storm come through yesterday. And I've got window weights or window sashes or whatever you want to call them on the ends of my antennas. Give them a little play. They can move around. They can go up and down a little bit. So when things fall on them, maybe they don't split the wire. Fauci says, look... Until we have a cure or until we uh, have a vaccine, things are not going to be. So I've been in a... And it's interesting because I was in New York City between March 6th and the 10th. And when I came back, I thought for sure they would want to quarantine me, certainly at work. Because in the next week after that, things started to go crazy in New York City. And at the time, we were really vigilant. And uh, we were doing everything we needed to do to maintain distance, to hand wash to the point of my skin had dried out. We were doing it so much. But I thought for sure, you know, at that point, I'd be, you know, asked to go self-quarantine, but there was no direct exposure or known direct exposure. Came back and... By March 23rd, the city of St. Louis and the mayor have decided we're going on a 30-day stay-at-home order. You could go out and get your pharmacy-related products. You could go out and get your food. Then, now, if you go out, you're limited to who, how many, and you got long lines. And uh, it's a scene. It's something different. It's definitely something different. And pardon my huffing and puffing as I talk about coming back from New York. I'm uh, ascending up a hillside here. Pardon my breath. But I hope you're doing okay. And I can tell that things are probably getting to the point where, you know, you start to think about your mental health. If you are stuck in a home... And you don't have a chance to get out. They even closed the parks. There was, you know, a point where they shut down the parks. So, I feel for you. I'm thinking about you guys. And on Sundays, we get together on the Sunday evening net. And it's become a health and wellness talk. We're trying to figure out where you are and how you're doing, how you're holding up. Many people are doing it. They understand that this is what we have to do right now. And now we may be reluctant to do it. But then if you're paying attention, you go, oh, yeah, well, the alternative is get sick. And all sort of doubts for me stopped back in January when we were talking about this and we were looking at the cases. You know, it still seems kind of far away. And then as you go week to week, things were changing. Numbers were doubling, sometimes overnight. When I was in New York, we went from 22 cases to 50 in one night. And that seems like an extremely low number. By the time we left, you know, we were just there four days. It had gone to 100. And uh, that's still, at this point now, looking back, seems low. 
in a huge city like New York now is uh, the epicenter and things are changing. It seems to be working. The apex seems to have happened, at least according to their governor and their mayor. Certainly not out of the woods there in New York City and other cities. So it kind of depends on where you are, what you're dealing with. It may determine what you choose to believe. On a personal note, I have lost someone that I knew in New York. She had a compromised immune system to start with. And uh, when she was diagnosed with this, it didn't take very long uh, to be put on a respirator. And within just a couple, few days, uh, she passed. So it hit me quickly uh, two to three weeks ago, you know, that this, you, you know, it's something, you know, it's something. But the tone of the Nets have taken a encouraging stance. You know, we can, we're supporting each other. We're trying to, to make contacts uh, and talk. And just getting on the radio, I think, has been very helpful to amateur radio operators. Just doing it. Just get there and, and talk. And so if there is a silver lining uh, in this, I think it's been good for amateur radio in general for people to get on the air and start to make some uh, some contacts. I think when I slipped, I may have dropped my, my notepad. Nope, I got it here. Because I wanted to mention, yeah, we're hearing about how bad it is and how many deaths there are, and I'm not downplaying that at all. We've tested 2.688 million people. There's a lot of people in this country, a lot more than that. Uh, but the recovery... 400, as of this recording, which is uh, Easter Sunday, 2020, 412,777 were reported by Johns Hopkins, which has been collecting the data the whole time. And for me, that's something that we can think of. Yeah, that's something. People are getting better. Many have died, 110,892 as of Easter morning reported. But 412,777 have gotten better. So uh, get on the air and try to uh, make some contacts and talk about it. You hear different things on the radio, some conspiracies, some politically charged. But look, this is where we are. And for me, I'm taking it seriously. And I encourage the people that I care about and uh, I communicate with to take it seriously as well. Things will get better, but uh, things have certainly changed and will continue to change our lifestyles. We'll certainly have to change going forward. According to Dr. Fauci, until we find the vaccine or a cure, we're gonna be doing this. I'll pause here, we'll come back, and I'll tell you some of the amateur radio-related things that I've been working on next. CQ, 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 this is 100 watts and a wire. The ICOM 705 is your perfect QRP companion as you have base station features and functionality at the tip of your fingers. But it's in a portable package covering HF 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters. This compact rig weighs in at 1 kilo or just over 2 pounds. With RF direct sampling for most of the HF band and IF sampling for frequencies above 25 megahertz. It's got that large 4.3-inch color touchscreen with live band scope and waterfall. And the perfect accessory 
For the IC705 is the optional backpack. It's the LC192. It has a special compartment for the IC705 and room for accessories for soda activations or just a day in the park. Visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. Hi, it's Don Wellbanks, AE5DW from Amateur Radio Newsline and Ham Nation. And you're listening to Christian Kudnick, K0STH on 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello there. It's Christian, K0STH. And in the first segment, I'm, I'm being cautious now to not overwhelm you. I think that one thing I stopped doing really early in this whole thing was I stopped watching the talking heads, the Fox television, the MSNBC. No offense, but I don't need opinions. I need data. I need facts. And I find that more now when I read You know, I like to read, and um, I think it's a good practice to read the World Health Organization, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Read what they're putting out. Read what the doctors are saying. Read what's going on internationally. I don't need talking heads from those networks to tell me how to think. I I resent it, actually. I think that that's, uh, you know... I don't like that. I don't want you. I don't need your opinion. You know, I may think you're an asshole. I I may think you're a, uh, you know, whatever. You know what Mark Twain said. And then they talk about, oh, the other side's making it pop. No, you guys are. You guys are the machine that makes it so. You make it so. All I want is data and facts. And, uh, you know. And that's how maybe you feel when you've lost someone that you know. Or maybe that your family member is a nurse, doctor, or an emergency worker. So I, I don't want to preach because I don't like to hear it. My opinion is I take it seriously. I'm doing what uh, old Fauci says. You know, the distancing, cool, I get it. I know the economy is going to suck. It is tanked by March. And uh, we're in a different time. You want to live? Do you want to live? All right, until you know something about disease prevention and control, you know, do your part. Do your homework. Well, let me get off the not preaching thing. Believe what you want to believe. What I've been messing around with, and I believe you have to, and I got to tell you about something new I'm working on. I really do. I'll tell you about that in a minute. So hang out. I've got some news. I've been developing a new show. It's like I can't even wait. I'm like, hey, wait till the next segment. And here I go, and I'm going to try and tell you. But uh, let me just tell you what I've been working on amateur radio, radio related. You've got large portions of your day. If you've got a little piece of something or you can still get out to a park or go out in your yard and set something up, I encourage you to do that. You're always trying to be safe. For me, I'm well within six feet of my neighbor. They are in view, but uh, I can still get out and I can still do some work on my antennas if I need to or test tinker. This is another thing I'm encouraging you to do. It's a great time for that. If you can get out and do it, do it. And spring always is a good time for me anyway. I can see the trees, where they are, where the dead limbs are, you know. There was a year in my, in my first couple of HF seasons, I had hung antennas over dead wood. 
And in the spring, I found this lesson. And I was like, you know, a bit of a panic. I'm like, this is good, you know, clearly it's going to break. It's not even alive. What are you doing? You got to get off of that. But uh, this time, my antennas, let me find a tree to knock wood on here. I'm not superstitious, but I think it's... I'll just pat the tree and say, you are so pretty. Beautiful tree. So strong. Those roots are so lovely. All your branches are in great places. I just got to say that because um, they are the bosses out here in the woods. Beautiful tree. All beautiful. What a great family. Beautiful. But what I've been doing, though, in October, I joined the Aries team. And... I noticed that they didn't have, oh, one of the charming things about where I live is we have church bells. And this is the bell right here that tells you, you know what, it's time to get your ass in church, get to church. Uh, But it plays, they ring the bells every hour and at 12.15 it plays music. And I think uh, 10.15 on Sunday, I I don't go to that church, but we're in earshot here through the valley. We can hear them, and that's a, that's a nice deal. In fact, my family, my wife's side of the family, donated those that system that plays the music for the town. So kind of just a little notey note, pun intended. What I've been doing since I joined the Aries team in October is I noticed that the backbone of emergency communications is digital. It is two meters maybe some 440, but two meter repeaters. And I, you know, if you've been listening to this show for more than a couple of episodes, I love HF. I just love HF. And I think it's important for us to study the backup to the backbone, just in case. Just in case these repeaters happen to go down, you lose your internet. I understand Winlink. I understand repeaters. And I check into them every week on our nets. But I like to study propagation and HF communications and what role it could play if called upon. Frankly, I feel that beyond your local repeaters, there would be some coordinating that needs to happen with nearby states. For us, Illinois, Kansas, Oklahoma. You know, there could be some things where we need to organize and find out how many beds are open where you are. And I've had mixed results, but what I'm doing is I'm studying not from my base station where I could drop, you know, wattage into the signal. I'm studying going out into the field. You know, I I have developed my system of NVIS that I am up 25 feet and which isn't very high at all, but it's manageable for one person, me, to get my mast. It's a max gain system mast that I've been using at 25 feet. I've got an MFJ that's 34 feet. Uh, Depending on the day though, uh, windy conditions for one guy could be a little iffy. And that's been how I've been rolling is by myself. So I've been using the 25 footer. And I built myself a linked dipole. In all these years, I would have gone to a dipole. I've experimented with other things. I've built countless off-center feds, 
built them with three pieces of wire, come down into a crazy ballon that's not a one-to-one, it's 61, I don't know, to one. What I'm finding now, I found a link dipole. Look it up for yourself. If you think this might work for you, in my MCOM setup, I've built two linked dipoles. One has 20, 40, and 80. The other has 40 and 80, which is where I'm talking about working. The 20 meter is just sort of, it was fun to build. And in an NVIS situation, I'm not thinking much about 20 meters, quite frankly. And I've had uh, mixed success with it. The uh, antenna itself actually performs well because it's actually a dipole that you're connecting. They're cut for 20, 40, and 80, or 40 and 80, whatever you want to do. 40, 80, 160. You could do them whatever you want. They're actual length dipoles that when you connect them, link them. I use power poles to do my linking. And the jury's still out with that. I may find a way that I feel is a little more, I don't know. Right now, that's what I had, and that's what I used to make it. But it's doing quite well, and I've set up probably twice a week. And depending on the time of the day, if it's later in the morning, you know, I may not get too much action locally on 80, but I'm not trying to get reach the moon. I'm trying to see what I can do. I just want to see where I can go. And I've worked some stations in Illinois. One time I even worked a station in Kentucky, which was uh, really satisfying to me. It's not super far, but it's uh, Illinois is just across the river. Springfield maybe is 200 miles, and that'd be a nice jump. So I listen around, I've been doing a lot of testing that way, and I'm sending the results. My local St. Louis Aries team, um, the, uh, one of the coordinators, number two guy I'd say, has is, is been really open to me uh, studying this and I'll send my numbers and encourage people to come and work me. If you can hear me, come and work me and we'll set something up. But that's what I've been doing, man. I'll get out here and I'll set this guy up in this linked dipole. See if it works for you. Try it. It's kind of an interesting build anyway. I wouldn't want to leave the power poles out in the weather and make it like a permanent setup, you know. But for MCOM, it may work for you. All right, I'm going to pause here. We'll come back and you can identify your station. And I'll come back and and tell you about my new project next. QRO to the people. This is 100 watts and a wire. Did you know that Nuts and Volts has the highest readership of magazines specifically written for the electronics community? For over 40 years, Nuts and Volts magazine has been bringing microcontroller and electronics projects to hobbyists, engineers, technicians, and experimenters around the world. Every issue is full of the latest technology, electronics theory, analog circuit design, robotics, home automation, communications, and more. Join the Nuts and Volts community and become a member today. You get two years of the printed magazine and the online digital edition for only $49.95. You also receive full access to all web content with downloadable PDF files, plus the e-newsletter filled with popular projects from past issues. Go right now to NutsVolts.com to subscribe. That's two years of Nuts and Volts magazine printed on paper and delivered to your door for only $49.95. Go to NutsVolts.com today to subscribe. Nuts and Volts magazine. There's more to build with Nuts and Volts. King Zero, shake the house on 100 watts and a wire. 
Okay, so from time to time, you know, I used to do the show 100 watts in a wire every week, you know, and after 200 episodes, I started thinking, you know what, man, it would be all right if you did, you know, two a month. It doesn't affect my sponsorship and, uh, you know, it, it would be fine. It would be fine. I don't want to put out content just for the sake of putting out content. I don't do this for my ego and I don't do it for subscriptions. I'm not interested in that and I can tell you that I know there's a reason why you'd want to be. A lot of it's ego. Um, if that's something that you need for yourself, then that could be what's driving you to do it and good luck with that. Um, I don't need that. I've had a career in broadcasting uh, at a really high level in major markets my whole career. And in Philadelphia specifically, the numbers there were enough to give you uh, satisfaction if that's what you were going for. I had some great mentors in broadcasting who kept my head in check. And uh, some really great advice for a young man who was raking incredible numbers in a great city with an excellent station. It wasn't just me. It was the station. It was the people, the city, the music, all that. Um, so I don't trip on numbers and I don't even really look. I got to a certain point with 100 and I stopped looking because it was just like, okay, cool. We're all right. And I had always said, if I get to like 500 people, which I didn't have any expectations when we started this thing, um, 500 people would be enough for me to serve and I'll keep doing it well we have at least that so we're fine and I'll do this as we go and uh, I'm not not giving up I know people who have been with me for a long time they'll send me notes and say dude where's the show are you okay is everything all right have you been tested I'm like yeah everything's cool I'm doing it every every couple of weeks or twice a month and so um the producer in me and the creative person in me, since I don't work in commercial radio at this time and I don't produce content for those outlets um, at the moment, you know, who knows, one day. But again, it's not, you know, this is what I'm doing now. Um, but I've started a new podcast. I've been developing it since January. And then the COVID-19 came along and it just makes sense. And, and some of you know this about me. I've produced seven or eight, either produced or directed, you know, eight documentaries. And uh, I use that forum as a way to tell stories. And so um, I want to do a new podcast in a similar fashion, in a documentary style fashion to really focus on where we are right now as people, as citizens, and what we're dealing with with this pandemic. Um, it has really spurred me on to kind of shape this thing that I've been thinking about for a while and to do it. So I'm doing it. And uh, it will have an amateur radio component to it, and I want to invite you all there. But it won't be just amateur radio. Amateur radio, I believe, is part of any good preparedness plan, communications. So I welcome you to join me at the new venture. Uh, but it will be a preparedness, documentary-styled podcast 
we'll look to do it a couple of times a month and it'll really reflect where we are right now, what we're dealing with. For instance, um, the, the supply chain, dealing with things that we're all dealing with right now. Where are we getting our groceries? We're getting used to being in-house, but uh, what, are, what are we concerned about? And what's that look like? And putting it in a historical perspective. And talking to people who know about things and talking to real people. So what's it called? What's it called? Well, you know, we're, um, we're, we're taught now, and it's mostly for power outages, to be prepared for the first, what is it, the first 72 hours. You know, you want to be ready for the first few days. And I think that's more about power outages and having enough food to get you through three days. And then basically, if you run out of food at that point, you didn't prepare, you're, you go to a FEMA camp or whatever it's going to be. The name of the new show, and you can find it on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. The new show is called Hour 73, H-O-U-R 73. You can find it at hour73.com. And it's more about a lifestyle of preparedness, using the past uh, to highlight where we are today and looking at where we're headed in these times So I'd love for you to join me. We have a great audience and a loyal audience here. We are more than just amateur radio operators. We are providers for our family. We are citizens. Uh, We work for our churches and we help our communities. So Hour 73 is a look past that basic and adopting a lifestyle of preparedness. And uh, in, the, in the coming episodes, we're going to look at where we are today. Like, you know, where are you getting your food? How are you getting it? Is uh, Jeff Bezos bringing us the food now? Are you getting it from Walmart, curbside pickup? I am. Look, I never even cared for Walmart. And for me, it was a personal thing. I had some friends that worked over at Walmart. I love getting deals. Shoot. But I had some friends over there that weren't getting equal pay. And I thought, you know, that ain't right. That ain't right. What a luxury. What a luxury to say. That ain't right. Your business practices. I'm not going to support you. And I didn't. That said, uh, I have been to Walmart. I have purchased things through Walmart. And I believe in passing on the uh, the best deals. So Walmart, if you're a, uh, you want to be a sponsor, I'm using you guys now and it's not to sound hypocritical. It was to say, look, I know what you're doing to businesses. You know, with pricing, if you want to get your product on shelves at Walmart, they're going to tell you what to sell it for. And you're either going to agree to that, and that is for the betterment of their people. It also makes sure that people are shopping at Walmart. And then there was the pay side of things that I was a little disturbed about. So I just chose. I see the value in what they do for the people. I just chose to to do something else and if you dig deep enough in any business I think you're going to find something you may not align with all the time but in recent months in recent times um, I have been thinking less and less about things that are a luxury to think about and to get upset about and to think about supplies and getting things at a good cost and what if I'm not working you know these are the sort of topics that we're going to take on 
you know, as we do hour 73. Uh, there's a there's a website, hour73.com. Some people I've talked to like that 73 thing because that kind of gives a little nod to amateur radio, and I suppose it does. I appreciate you and your support. And if that's something you want to give a shot to, maybe go over and subscribe to the podcast, listen to it, and uh, we'll start to build it. I like to garden. That would be another aspect of this, is teaching people how to maybe do a victory garden, how to, how to be a little more independent, how to know where and how to get your own food and be self-reliant. And I'm no expert, just like an amateur radio. I am not an expert. I'm a seeker. I want to talk to the people who know so I can learn. So we will expand the topics on hour 73. 100 watts in a wire is still locked and loaded. We've got your amateur radio here. We will do communications there. But I know I have you here, and if you're interested in that sort of thing or you want to help, uh, you probably have an area of expertise uh, that could be useful to our citizens. I want real people, real stuff, less doom and gloom, and more real people trying to pull together to make it work. So you're invited. Go ahead. Go go now. Go go on. Do a search for hour 73. Visit the website. And I'm building it. Right now I'm kind of building it slowly with a with a small team of volunteers. Again, if you're interested, drop me a line. We can maybe figure something out. So we got two pots cooking now. One's a little broader. And the other is our passion of uh, amateur radio, and they kind of cross. There you have it, friend. That's a new project, Hour 73. Look for it wherever you get your podcast. I'll try to get a Facebook page going, and we can gather over there as well. 73 for now. Please stay safe. Take care of yourselves and your family. And by all means, if you can, get on the radio and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.